Welcome, welcome, welcome. November 1st, 2020. One more month to go after this month and this year. <laughs> Can't wait. We're getting closer. Anyways, it's week eight of the NFL season. The halfway point, almost. Um, there were some big games last week. A couple games I wanted to touch on before we get to this week's schedule. Game First game I found super exciting was that Bengals and Browns game. What did you think of that one? 37-34 Cleveland. They get the win. But the fourth quarter, the Browns scored 20. The Bengals scored 14. They went back and forth. And then the game ended when uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones from that team up north, he caught the uh, touchdown pass with, I believe, like 12, 13 seconds seconds left on the clock to give the Browns the win. That was right after Joe Burrow went down and threw a three-yard pass to Giovanni Bernard for the go-ahead touchdown. It went back and forth. It was an exciting game. I got confidence in Joe Burrow, though. For his team, their offense not doing their job on the offensive line and him kind of being under constant pressure, he is performing very well. I mean, that game against Cleveland, 35 of 47 for 406 yards and three TDs. A rookie with no true preseason, no true OTAs and mini camps and all that. I mean, everything's in the COVID rush, and he's playing this well already. I'm, the ceiling is high, I'm going to say. Let's see. The uh, Atlanta Falcons ended up losing to the Lions, which isn't a huge shock to anybody. But they did end up blowing the lead there towards the end. I think the Falcons were up. 22-16, and then uh, I think TJ Hawkinson maybe got that touchdown pass from Stafford right at the end of the game to win it. <laughs> so you had that. You had the uh, undefeated matchup of the Steelers and the Titans, and the Steelers and the go- improved to 6-0 to take, you know, they're one of the – I think they're the only undefeated team left in the NFL. Um, the Saints – Ended up beating the Panthers. Uh, Washington beat Dallas 25-3. Dallas is not looking good without Dak. They're in a world of hurt, it looks like. Um, Tom Brady. Got to give it to Tom Brady. TB12. 45-20 victory for the Buccaneers in Las Vegas. Brady goes for 369 yards and four TDs. Looking good out there. The Chiefs go through Denver. Big win. San Francisco beat the Patriots 33-6. I mean, Cam Newton, 9-15 of for 98 yards and three TDs. They may be in trouble. It's not looking good in New England. Um, Sunday night game last week, the Arizona Cardinals beat Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Seahawks are 5-0, and Kyler Murray, I mean, he played with Russell Wilson. Kyler Murray Murray went for 360 yards and three TDs, 67 yards rushing in a TD. 
DeAndre Hopkins had 10 catches and 103 yards. I mean, they kept up with the Seahawks. That's kind of a surprising win. And then the um, L.A. Rams beat Chicago on Monday night. So that's kind of a roundup of last week. This week uh, started out with the Falcons getting their second win of the season. They beat the Carolina Panthers 25-17 to on Thursday night. Um, Julio Jones had 137 yards receiving. And they ended up getting the victory. So it's good for Atlanta to, you know, not be horrible. <laughs> but they started out, I mean, two wins so far. They're definitely underachieving. I don't think they've played near as well as I had, I had expected from the jump. I had them picked as a potential seven seed this year, but. That is obviously not going to be the case. But with that being said, let's get to this week's games for week eight. Your early games today. We'll start out with the Tennessee Titans, five and one, six and a half point favorites coming into the jungle and facing the Bengals. One, five and one. Um, how's that game going to go? We'll have to see Joe Burrow against that defense. Burrow, I believe, is third in the league in passing yards. They need to get some running game help with Joe Mixon, I think, to hang with the top caliber teams. And, you know, as far as stopping Tennessee, Tennessee's averaging around 30 points a game, 31 points a game for the season. So you have got... To key in today on, obviously, Derrick Henry. Can't let him run rampant all over you. Ryan Tannehill maybe contain him a little bit. But it's going to be an interesting game. Titans, like I said, are six-and-a-half-point favorite, so we'll have to see what happens with that. Um, our next game on the 1 o'clock games, you got the 4-2 and two Indianapolis Colts uh, going up to Detroit and facing the three and three lines. Colts go into this game as a three point favorite. Um, can Phillip Rivers avoid making the interceptions? As long as he doesn't throw bonehead interceptions, they look great. Can they get their running game going? They haven't had, I mean, their offense has not been. Something that's made me excited, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, they're averaging 26 a game, but I don't really know how they're getting it. They're not averaging 100 yards on the ground. They're not averaging 300 in the air. So they're just piecemealing through 26 points a game somehow. Now, defense, they're, the defense is carrying them. Defense is ranked, I believe, first or second in the league. And points per game, they're solid up front. They got good linebackers. It's just a matter of putting it all together. If they can do that, they'll be all right. So you've got the Colts playing at the Lions. Um, next game, the two and four New England Patriots at the five and two AFC East leading Buffalo Bills. New England has not looked good 
at all, really, especially since Cam Newton got the COVID issue and had to miss a game. They haven't looked good. They've came back and have been mediocre. I believe they've lost three games in a row, if I'm correct. All those positives, they've lost three in a row, and I think it's the first time they've lost three in a row in a very long time. Uh, yes, they lost to Kansas City 26-10, Denver 18-12, and San Francisco 33-6. So, yeah, three-game losing streak coming in, coming into today's game. Will Josh Allen get everything rolling? Again, we shall see. And he started out hot, kind of cooled off the last few games. But he has a chance to right the ship there in Buffalo and get it going. Next game on the list, the 3-3 three and three Las Vegas Raiders at the 5-2 and two Cleveland Browns. Cleveland, again, got the win over the Bengals last week. They got their ass handed to them by the Steelers. Um... Vegas, up and down. Hard to keep your keep a tab on them. Some games they look amazing. Some games they look mediocre. But can they beat Cleveland in Cleveland? Possibly. Let's we'll see. Um, we got the one and five Minnesota Vikings at the five and one Green Bay Packers. Big on the Packers, six point favorite. I think the Packers will roll today. Keep it going. You got the 0-7 New York Jets at the 6-1 Kansas City Chiefs. And they're a 20-point favorite today. They're giving up college spreads today against the Jets. Will they cover? Probably. They should be able to mollywop the Jets. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they could win this game outright by 30. <laughs> it, would, it would be not surprising at all. 35 to 7, you know, 42 to 7, something like that. I don't think the Jets will be able to hang with them at all scoring. And as Kansas City defense, if they play like they're capable of, they'll be just fine. So look for Kansas City to win that game easily. The LA Rams 5 and 2 at the 3 and 3 Miami Dolphins. That's going to be the game that Tua starts today, his first career NFL start, quarterback from Alabama. They benched Ryan Fitzpatrick, which was kind of a surprising move, seeing that the Dolphins were 3-3. Three and three. And with a reasonable shot at the AFC East, when you got Buffalo at 5-2, them at 3-3, three and three. the Jets are horrendous and the Patriots aren't playing good. You would think you would ride the ship that's got you there, but they are going to go ahead and change over to Tua, Tagalavia, and give the young guy a chance. I guess they ought to do that at some point to see what they have. You don't want to go into the draft next year and not know if you've got your franchise quarterback or not. So Tua's getting the shot today. Excited to see that against that Rams defense, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. See what he can do. I think I've seen a stat earlier. Ryan Fitzpatrick has had an average of 2.5 seconds per throw, 2.4 seconds per throw. Can the rookie get through his progressions and do that? That might be a difference. 
If he can, they might be all right. If he takes his time, they might be in trouble. Especially with the Aaron Donald line. And then our last 1 o'clock game, probably the game of the day, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Baltimore Ravens. Battle for the AFC North. 6-0 Pittsburgh, 5-1 Baltimore. And Baltimore is actually a four-point favorite in today's game. I believe it said it was one of the first times in recent history that an undefeated team on the road was an underdog this late into the season. So, that game's going to be exciting. Big Ben's definitely been the difference maker since he's been back. The offense is rolling 30.5 points a game. They've looked good. They're receiving core. But what's Baltimore going to do? They need to get back to the high-octane offenses. They've had a couple games where they didn't really have it rolling. Gave up 28 to the Eagles. Beat them 30-28 to last week. Demolished the Bengals 27-3. And they're going to have to do their thing today to beat Pittsburgh. But we will see, I guess, here. So let's get to our 4 o'clock games. You have the 2-4 and four Chargers. 3.5 point favorite at Denver. 2-4. and four. You know, Justin Herbert, he's looking like a potential AFC Rookie of the Year candidate. Him and Burrow probably battling it out realistically for that. Um, you got the 4-2 and two New Orleans Saints at the 5-2 and two Chicago Bears. It's going to be a good game there in the Windy City. But what about the Bears? Nick Foles, since he's taken over. They haven't looked great. I don't know who their better option is. I mean, they're five and two somehow, but I don't know who I like more out of Trubisky and Foles. It's kind of a toss-up. You got the four and three San Francisco 49ers at the five and one Seahawks traveling up to Seattle. Big game for the NFC West. 49ers have been rolling here lately. Seattle's coming off that loss against Arizona last week. Will they right the ship and get it back to how they were playing before last week? We'll see. And then Sunday night game, the battle for the division lead in the AFC and the NFC East, the two and five Dallas Cowboys at the two, four and one Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Who's starting for Dallas? Their quarterback is going to be, because they ruled Andy Dalton out. So, looks like quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. I can't think of this dude's name off the top of my head. Is it going to be Ben DiNucci? Number seven. He came in and played last week, two and three. Uh, two of three for 39 yards, Ben DiNucci. <laughs> so, here we go. How's he going to do? He's a rookie. <laughs> he probably wasn't expected to play this early in his career, but he did. 
<laughs> so now the he better be used to handing the ball off to Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott better get 40 carries today. Let's see what happens there. That's going to be exciting. And then Monday night we have the 5-2 and two Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the 1-6 and six New York Giants. Tampa Bay is a big favorite, 12.5 points. Tom Brady's rolling. They just recently signed Antonio Brown to go with the Buccaneers. Well, I don't think he's eligible to play till next week, though. So next week, we'll have to see what happens if it ruins chemistry. It's kind of a high risk or high reward, low risk situation, I guess you could say. So excited to see how that plays out. Um, with that being said, let's get to this week's NFL pick six. Let's do it. All right, let's do this. Week eight. Joe says what NFL pick six. So let's see where we're at this season. Went into last week, 19, 16, and one. And kind of shit the bed. Two and four last week. Let's see the games I won. Green Bay beat. The Houston Texans in Houston, 35-20, and they were only a three-and-a-half-point favorite, so I hit that one. Tampa Bay, four-and-a-half-point favorite at Las Vegas. They rolled on the Raiders, 45-20. to But then the bad. I picked Buffalo, 10-point favorite at the Jets, and the Bills win 18-10, to so they didn't cover. Not good. I took... The Tennessee Titans at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Titans were a one-and-a-half point favorite at home. The two undefeated teams facing off, and the Steelers get the victory 27-24. So that was a tough game. I took the uh, Seattle Seahawks, giving up three-and-a-half points at Arizona. And like I said earlier, Kyler Murray... Played with Russell Wilson, and they did their thing and ended up winning in overtime 37-34. And then I took the Chicago Bears and the six points at the LA Rams because the Rams fucked me the prior week on going perfect and winning some money. So I refused to take the Rams, and then I let my emotions get the best of me on that pick, and the Rams win 24-10, so... Two and four last week, current record of 21, 20, and one. So, still over 500 by a game. I'm good with that, and I'm happy. But let's get hot and get on roll here and see if we can right the ship on the second half of the season. Start it out right, and let's go. So, my first game today... On my pick six, I am going to go with the Green Bay Packers giving up six points at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins tends to not 
play as well in big games. Um, Green Bay is rolling. They have been playing great all year. Aaron Rodgers looking like an MVP candidate. He's 137 of 208 for the season so far. 1,657 yards, 17 TDs, and only two interceptions. So he's playing great. On the flip side, Dalvin Cook has got 489 yards and seven TDs for Minnesota, so Green Bay's going to have to focus on him. Kirk Cousins has got 11 TDs and 10 interceptions. Uh, Justin Jefferson, rookie from LSU's got 28 catches and 537 yards on the season for Minnesota, while Green Bay's got Devontae Adams. He's got four TDs on the year, 36 receptions. Like I said, the Packers are looking pretty good. The line is six points. I'm going to go with them. They're averaging 32 a game. And the Vikings are giving up 32 a game. So I could see the Packers putting up a big number today and winning it. It's going to be freezing, 31 degrees today. So that could be beneficial to the home field. I mean, they don't have the fans, but they do have Aaron Rodgers. So it's not going to be the packed house like we're missing in a lot of these games. But it's going to be interesting to see. So go Pack Go, giving up six points. My next game, I am taking my Indianapolis Colts, giving up three points at the Detroit Lions. This is a game, like I said earlier, it's on Phillip Rivers. Don't make the mistakes. Do your job. Get the ball to your receivers. And they should be all right. I believe their rookie wide receiver from USC, he will be back today, Michael Pittman. He's coming back, so that'll help. I don't know when uh, Paris Campbell is returning. I don't think he's returning this week, I could be wrong. It'd be nice if I'm wrong because he's going to be the uh, a big part of their offense when he comes back. He looked great right at the beginning of the year, but yeah, Philip Rivers, don't make the big mistake. Hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. Let Taylor do his thing. Try to get him more involved. Him, Nigel Hines, Jordan Wilkins. Try to do something with the running game. Uh, T. Y. Hilton. He needs to step it up. It's like if he plays Houston, he looks like a number one wide receiver. If he plays anybody else, he doesn't look that great. I wish the Colts would pick up the phone and call Cincinnati and trade for A.J. Green. That would be what I would be doing if I was the Colts. Get A.J. Green for like a fourth, fifth round pick, maybe even a sixth round pick. Who knows? Bring him in. Let him and T.Y. Hilton play side to side. Give Philip Rivers a big target. Um, I think it'd be beneficial to both teams. I don't think the Bengals really need AJ Green anymore. Give him a chance to go to the playoffs again and help the Colts while the Bengals would not have to worry about getting him so involved. They can go to the Todd Boyds and uh, T. Higgins 
and not have to worry about, oh, we got to throw it to A.J. Green. We got to try to keep him happy. So that would be what I would do if I was the Colts. Um, my next game today is going to be the L.A. Rams. going to go back on my Madness Adam. Take them. They're giving up three and a half points at the Miami Dolphins. I would like to say this is a lock for the Rams, but I'm not sure because it's all going to be based on how Tua performs in his debut. The Rams haven't seen Tua, obviously. There's not much game tape on him. Tua hasn't played any significant action in almost a year since he got hurt at Alabama. So... Tua would have been the number one pick in the draft probably had he not been injured. Is he going to come out and play like a could have been number one pick or is he going to come out and look like a rookie? It's a big game against, like I said, Aaron Donald. That defensive line, how are they going to look going up against Tua? What's the offense going to look like? Are they going to lean more on the running game? It's going to be 81 degrees down there in Miami. So, we'll have to see. Is Gaskin, Miles Gaskin, going to get a lot of carries today? He's got 340 yards on the season. Uh, Devontae Parker, maybe Tua can find Parker, get the offense going. I'm excited to see it. Two, I think, has a lot of upside, but he is also injury prone. And the only good thing, <clears throat> excuse me, the Dolphins have going is that if something happens or if it looks bad, they just can go right back to Ryan Fitzmagic and let Fitzpatrick do his thing. So, with all that, I'm taking the Rams, giving up the three and a half points. I think they'll be all right there. Uh, my next game, I'm taking Vegas. Give me the one and a half points at Cleveland. I'm high on Derek Carr. I think they will be rolling today. Cleveland is just such an up and down team. They're hard to keep a tab on. Some games they play great. Other games they play horrendous. Like I said, the Bengals put up a big number on them last week. And... I can't see why the Raiders can't do the same. Raiders offense is pretty damn good when they want to play. Well, I mean, they could, if they can get Darren Waller going, the tight end, 40 catches on the year, 345 yards, that's a big part of it. Derek Carr, 13 TDs, only two picks. So he don't really put the Raiders in a bad position either, which is good. Josh Jacobs, run him. Give him the ball. But can the Raiders slow down the Browns' rushing attack? I mean, Browns, when they run the ball, they play well. I mean, OJ, um, Odell Beckham Jr. is out. He, I believe he's towards ACL. He's out for the season. So not having him might be beneficial to the Browns because it seems like Mayfield plays better when Beckham is not in the game. So, is this a Jarvis Landry breakout game? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. And I'm taking, like I said, give me Vegas. I 
have confidence in them. It's gonna it could be a shootout though today. <laughs> we have no one of them Bengals Brown shootout games. Um next game on the list here, I'm taking the LA Chargers giving up the three and a half points at the Denver Broncos. Justin Herbert, he has looked fantastic as a rookie. 124 of 184 attempts, 1,542 yards, 12 TDs, and only three picks as a rookie. He's looked great. Granted, this team around him is very good, but he's looked great. You know, they can lean on Austin Eckler, um, Justin Jackson, the other running back that they have. You got Keenan Allen. You got a solid defense. They should be able to beat the Broncos. Drew Locke has not looked great in Denver. He's done all right. He's young. Melvin Gordon, this is his first game against the Chargers. So, how's that going to go? It's going to be a good game in Denver, I believe, but I'm going to go with Justin Herbert, and I'll lean on him and see if he can get it done today at 4 o'clock. And then the last game for this week's pick six, I am going with my boy Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers giving up 12 and a half on Monday night at the New York Giants. Tom Brady looking great so far. 1,910 yards on the season, 18 TDs, four interceptions. Ronald Jones the second has 500 yards and four TDs. Scotty Miller, he's the surprise. He's been playing great in that slot receiver role, which isn't surprising. Gronkowski has got going. Godwin's done his thing. Mike Evans has done his thing. And the Giants are the Giants. Daniel Jones leads them in rushing. <laughs> Daniel Jones has five TDs and seven interceptions in the air. So maybe it's better for him to run. I'm not high on the on the Giants at all. I think this could get ugly. I'm going with the Buccaneers, giving up the 12 and a half points. I'm picking them big. I think they can win easily by three TDs. Let's go, Brady. Let's get this pick six going. Let's improve on my 21 and 20 and one record. Let's do our thing. Anyway, it's Sunday. Cheer competition number two on the season today for me. Got to do that. Whole family's going. Going up to Miamisburg, Ohio for this one. And luckily I got that NFL Sunday ticket, so I'll be able to watch these games on my phone. So with all that being said, do your thing. Hope you have a good day today. Enjoy some football. And I'll see you later. Bye.